all these charts to explore. But in my heart, I need more. What's it all for? All these charts to explore. But in my heart, I'm still bored. What's it all for? All these charts to explore. But in my heart, I need more. What's it all for? All these charts to explore. But in my heart, I'm still pure. What's it all for? What's it all for? What's it all for? What's it all for? Bored bills. Now, don't get confused. This is not a new episode. This is pod part two of the episode of the tournament that we do for 1993. Don't get confused. You just press play on a part two, not an episode. If you were looking for a new episode, stop listening right now. This isn't that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Give up. If you're looking for a new episode, you won't find that here. But if you're looking for a fresh pod part, you came to the right press play. <laughs> We're like those like really great niche podcasts where when you go to listen to the episode, everyone tells you, you have to go and listen to two prior episodes for this one to make full sense. And then even for even more context, you got to go even further back than that. Right. So, you know, this is just like, you know, you, you got to... Our podcast is like a binge listen thing. You got to really go back to the beginning of the series because new, you know, new characters get introduced, <laughs> new actors replace other actors. Um, uh huh. Yeah, we're gonna reference stuff that you're not gonna get, like recurring things, probably things that even for regular listeners they don't understand. Yeah, definitely, hundred <laughs> percent. And then you got to know our personalities. Yeah. 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 To learn the dynamics. No, but this is this is what this is. This is 1993 Board Bills Boardament Tournament. Yes. For 1993, and what this is, this is the going to be the final rounds of a 16-team tournament of songs. We're going to be listening to the Elite Eight, the Final Four, and the Championship rounds of this tournament to find out what is the best song that was randomly selected out of a draft or out of a bingo cage just go yeah those are the episodes you got to go listen to go listen to the last episode to hear the first round the sweet 16 and the episode before that the draft to figure out how these songs got there we can't rehash that now we just don't have the care <laughs> it's uh we also identify plenty of this. time by the way plenty of time not the care right mm-hmm. yes we identify this uh, format within Dan and Bray Presents as DBPSN FM. Right. It's uh, Dan and Bray Presents Sports Network for, for music. music. And uh, yeah, so we're going to be listening to, we listened to the first minute of all these songs, and now we're going to be going you know, deeper into the songs from the one minute mark to the two minute mark and so on every round until we get to the end of the song, uh, if it runs out, maybe. Um and uh, my name is Brandon, and I'm a presenter of this show. Okay, presenter number two here, presenter order. It's uh, Danny here, and we're also the tournament host bunch. Yes, and I'm Dave Cologne. I'm also a presenter on the program. But I'm a little different than these two because <laughs> kind of have this weird habit of always winning. <laughs> It's a uh, weird habit you picked up. <laughs> I don't know how I picked it up. Yeah, it sucks. We gotta get you. We gotta, we gotta get you some help, man. We gotta. We gotta stop. Yeah. We gotta go to winning rehab. Gene- it's genetic. It's genetic. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help it. It's a problem. But 
No, but I mean, I have one prior to this. 90, 90, 91, 92. Now we're in 93. Yeah. And anything could happen. It could be the year of loss for me. Yeah. And Dave has three songs here into the, uh, in the, in the lead eight, but mm-hmm. two of them are going up against each other. So, you know, one of them is, is a guaranteed loss and I'm in the same situation. Definitely. Um, I also have three songs and one of them is a guaranteed loss. So only have the max of two. And then Dan, uh, has two songs left. So we have three, three, two, uh, and we'll see how the songs fare. What about DBPS five? What's its song count? DBPS five is our robot AI technology co-presenter who is a representative of the people. Yeah. Technocrat. Yeah. Third party candidate. (laughs) And, uh, it is no longer in the running. It did not get its <sighs> shared percentage of the votes to advance to advance to this round. Um, it's it's a tale it's, as it's, old as time at this point. It's true. You know, we, we've had a couple of instances where uh, DBPS five will advance um, to round two. You know, a round or two. No, maybe only two rounds. That's it. I don't think he's ever gone past round two. Well, there's definitely no way to know. Like we said, we're going to be referencing things that we don't even know. But I think that you're right. Ah, yes. You are presently right. But my time of unfettered, absolute victory will soon come. And well, with DPS5, like, yeah, the song that it was voted on and selected by our listeners, by you guys. Right. And it was Aerosmith Crying was the one that was voted in to be. Yes. For DPS5 to, to represent. And. All I have to say to the listeners is, nice try trying to get Aerosmith in there. <laughs> nice try. <laughs> We're not allowing it. <laughs> Sorry. Should have picked the other song. It sounded way cooler. <laughs> I'm going to say the same thing as Dan, except I'm going to say it a little different. I'm going to say, nice try. That was a nice try. <laughs> yeah, different attitude oh. from Brandon. Yeah. yeah, Brandon appreciates it. I don't. Don't get Aerosmith. No more 90s Aerosmith. <laughs> Who do we have here today in terms of songs? All right, so here's here are the matchups that we have in the Elite Eight. In the first round, we have Dave against Dan. It is the one seed versus the nine seed. Dr. Dre featuring Snoop Dogg, nothing but a G thing, against Prince and the New Power Generation, seven. Uh, so that is the first matchup that will be happening. We also have uh, myself versus Dan. It is Rod Stewart. Reason to Believe, Unplugged, the 13 seed, versus Tina Turner, mm-hmm. I Don't Want to Fight, the 5 seed. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have the Myself on Myself matchups. Uh, this is me versus me, the 15 seed versus the 7 seed, Sting, If I Ever Lose My Faith in You, versus Tony Braxton, another sad love song. And Dave's Dave on Dave matchup. Uh, the 14 seed versus the 6 seed Joey Lawrence Nothing My Love Can't Fix versus Naughty by Nature Hip Hop Hooray and the song Joey Lawrence Nothing My Love Can't Fix was um, actually voted against in the last round uh, oh, yeah. Dan Dan had the power of the political ball uh, and he he changed the wow. vote he went in there he changed Dave's the vote, vote so that Joey Dave's Lawrence specifically. I changed Dave's, Dave's vote, vote so that Joey Lawrence would advance to this round. He voted against... He didn't vote for Joey Lawrence. He voted against Janie Jack- no, Janet Jackson. No, it was not an anti-Janet vote. It was a pro-Lawrence vote. Pro-E Lawrence? 
proy. <laughs> yeah, proy is a proy Lawrence. But okay, yeah. well, well, it took a lot of balls to do that, Dan. Yeah, I got him. You got the one political ball plus your two <laughs> testes, <laughs> and you use all three. Well, I've for got that more move. than two. I, I've got a lot of balls. I have more than two testicles. Oh, cool! <laughs> yeah, a lot of, lot of balls to make a pick like that. Many testicles. So, um, the song is "Nothing My Love Can't Fix," but if there's anything I can fix, it's elections. <laughs> right. But only once. Only, only once. once. Only once. Only once. Yeah. yeah. It only takes one. It only takes one. Yeah. Um, well, I'm excited to see what happens next because it's quite the diverse group. We have some uh, completely new sounds of the day. We have some old hats, some old guard people doing um, adult contemporary things. We got some teenagers uh, making love <laughs> songs. We got really everything you can get. <laughs> from a tournament in a final eight yeah yeah it's a pretty broad field um it's robust yes robust um our our co-robust robot presenter btw speaking of my robust they were designed by steve jobs right before he died they were 3d printed by ibm and they're absolutely spectacular so here we go none of these songs went to overtime so we're going to be starting them all at the one minute mark um so first up, we have Dr. Dre featuring Snoop Dogg with nothing but a G thing at the one minute mark. Here we go. Well, oh, wait, do we have Dave's? Uh, yes, I have a couple of. Um, oh, yes, yes. Something I've been doing again. I stopped doing it early 90s, but I'm back on it. It's the for people who were just listening to pod part two of these tournaments and they want a general idea of what sounds these songs are. I, I kind of did new genres for each song so um dr dre nothing but a g thing featuring snoop dogg is weed powered gangster chill and <laughs> prince seven is upbeat exorcism hop <laughs> hop yes hop because <laughs> that's an upbeat um yeah style of music so yeah um because prince is like He's talking about killing the deadly seven deadly sins. So he's kind of uh, being like that film, Ex- The Exorcist. Um, but I, I did want to say I-, I think this is a matchup of who will out gangster the other song. <laughs> because Prince said he's going to smoke the seven sins. Right, right. Yeah. He's right. using very gangster terminology here. It sounds like he's going to come in with gats and, and nines and, and shoot down these deadly sin so we'll see who's gonna out gangster the other yeah, yeah i like that i'm excited all right here we go here is nothing but a g thing well if it's good enough to get broke off a proper chunk i take a small piece of some of that funky stuff it's like this and like that and mm. like this and what's that little rattle like this and like baby's oh yeah it's like this and like that and like this and i'm drake creep to the mic like a fan well i'm peeping and i'm creeping and i'm uh dre's here now creepy my people kept beeping. Now it's time for me to make my impression felt. So sit back, relax, and strap on your seatbelt. You've never been on a ride like this before. Mm. With a producer who like can a female. The mic. 
Also. You think she's just drinking a lot of 7-Up? <laughs> yeah. A lot of carbonation. Yeah. Oh. Nice. Yeah, and the end is really cool. <laughs> a lot of little things. Very cool. Yeah, that's how you do a good hip hop song. You, yeah. You know, you have a repeating thing, but you add in other elements that keep it interesting. Yes. I never was drawn into that until you pointed out the vibra slap. The like, you know, it's like, you know, the thing that you hold and it has a little ball hanging underneath okay. it and you hit it. Not, yeah, not a baby's rattle. Not a baby's rattle. <laughs> right. Okay. That's cool. <laughs> Wait, is it is it the iced tea brisk commercials where the person goes? <sighs> yeah, like the, there's like the um, yeah exhale. Oh, okay, is it iced tea? So, it's iced tea in those commercials. I don't, I don't remember. Anyway, she's drinking something that's making her feel. <sighs> they're supplying her a lot of good iced tea or Seven Up or yeah. you know, some kind of carbonated uh, soft drink. Yeah, maybe fa- that's cool. Fago maybe. Fago, maybe, yeah, something <laughs> is making her feel right. so... Yeah, I didn't notice that before. Exasperating. Um, it's, like, it's very subtle. It's very cool. Yeah. Okay, so we had the hook, right? We mm-hmm. had the hook. This and, like, that and, like, this and, uh... Yeah. It's pretty great. And then we have a... The big meat of this minute was the Dr. Dre verse. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it was based on this minute, you'd think maybe that even the name of the song is like this, like that. Right, because it's oh true. They say that way more. You'd think that's like the hook of the song, but uh, it's not. Which no. is which is cool. It's nothing but a G thing. Oh Bang. yeah. Um, good point. Uh, certainly enjoy Snoop Dogg. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's a good point. <laughs> certainly enjoy Snoop Dogg <laughs> rapping more than Dr. Dre. Right. It's it's just a cooler tone. He's but Dr. Dre is better rapper. Yeah, Dr. Dre is very cool. Don't get me wrong. Um, good rapper. Snoop Dogg is like a great rapper, though. Like an amazing tone and, yeah, just probably better lyricist, too. Although I didn't catch everything Dr. Dre said, but... Well, a couple things. I think Dr. Dre might not write his own lyrics. Okay. And two, he did condition his rap by saying a rapper that can produce or a producer that can rap... I think he said that. Okay. I'm a producer that there can rap. Yeah, and you could and you could hear that. He's a producer first. He said it. Yeah, that's and a- he even put Snoop Dogg in first because he's the better rapper. So I think mean, it's kind of cool. That he's like saying, like, listen, I'm a producer first. I can also rap though, and he's not bad. Right. If he's second, if he's second fiddle, but he's kind of first fiddle too because he's got the he's cooking up the beats. He's humble. Yeah. He's humble. What are they talking about? With the next episode. What are they talking about? Just chill to the next episode. What, what, He's saying what? just the, chill <laughs> to the ne- until the next episode. Of what? I, I mean, first of all, he didn't say let's chill to the next pod part. <laughs> <laughs> Which would have been a cool shout out to us, but I get it. Um, I, I don't know. I think he said, I, I have to look up the lyrics, but I think he's saying like, you know, we're going to come back with a ne- with the, with the next episode. Like of the song? Yeah, then they had a song called The Next Episode. Yeah, I was going to say, they eventually did that. <laughs> so they, <laughs> they held their promise. Yeah. Wow, okay. Dr. Dre. 
Nothing but a G thing. Was this before or after he started punching women? <laughs> God. Dre, we're talking about? <laughs> Just trying to get a good timeline in here. Uh, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> um, I was mostly like kind of... I was distracted by the... Once Dave pointed out the Viber slap, I was like like keyed into what was going on. Um, the the mono synth is like a really interesting like uh, sa- sound, and because that became like you know it already had happened a few times before this, but it, like a really big um, just thing in in hip hop around that time is just like that lead synth, you know, like having like a little hook, but then also kind of just like meandering around. It's kind of just like. <laughs> doing shit all the whole time that was what i didn't really hear like any of the lyrics because i was distracted by that it is a distracting thing yeah but it's cool distraction yeah. it's like um going to a concert and then getting distracted by the laser show <laughs> or something <laughs> wow yeah. that's pretty cool which is like, why yeah. whenever i want to <laughs> listen to pink floyd i go to the light show i don't go see them live i, I just go right <laughs> to the light show because i'm like i'm gonna get distracted so i might as well just do it this way right so there's no uh, feelings hurt. Right. Good, the light show. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a nerdier. I fell in love with the girl at the light show. Yeah. <laughs> like, a, dude, uh, are there even girls at the light that's show? That's what I'm saying. Like, it's a nerd <laughs> anthem. Like, like, probably not. <laughs> um. Now, I always wanted to go to Laser Floyd, and then I turned 14. (laughs) (laughs) Laser Tag to Laser Floyd. Laser Floyd. No, I still would would go to Laser Floyd, honestly. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, so yeah, we like it. Um, It's a completely different vibe than Prince, so this might be a, a very hard showdown. Yeah. Tough showdown. Yeah, plus like with we always say with Prince, you never know what's going to happen in the next minute. Um, so yeah, yes. check it out. We're going from nothing to seven. So like, no, we're going no, 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 no. The wrong timestamp for the listeners. We're going from one minute to two minutes, not from uh, nothing to seven seconds. The names of the songs. God damn it! All right. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh wow! So he's coming with seven. They're coming with nothing. Yes. Yes. I like that. I know. <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, right, here before we, go. we no. Before we start this song, um, w- welcome to uh, Danny's YouTube corner, which I do um, always for Pod Part Two um, with my songs that are in the tournament. I don't bother with Dave and Brandon's songs; not worth it. Um, so it's where I read YouTube comments um, underneath the music videos of these songs. So for Prince and the New G- Power Generation with Seven. Um, a lot of the comments were religious. A lot of them were talking about how, like, they were like moved by this song because of the religious mm-hmm. elements. Like, those were, that's like probably ninety percent of the comments. Um, but also in this video, um, Prince, his lady at the time is Maite Garcia, and she's in the video. And there's a lot of comments talking about her, and I think other interviews she's done talking about her time with Prince. Like, you have this comment from Rebel Thoughts eighty two. Um, that Maite is a gorgeous woman. No wonder he fell hard for her. But then Fiona 3000 responds, Maite looked like a female version of Michael Jackson when she was a teenager. That's why Prince fell for her. 
Oh, so man. that's Whoa. like, uh, yeah, really in-depth, insightful okay. analysis by Fiona 3000. <laughs> like, um, and then also a separate comment unrelated to that thread, which got ugly after that comment. Um, oh, Dan Tracy. You have Dan Tracy separately saying the deadly sins were wrote for this legend. The deadly sins. So like he's trying to make the claim that the deadly sins were in existence for Prince. They were wrote for this legend. That's uh, that's the case of Dan. I have to wrap my brain yeah, around this like, yeah, concept. It's like, it's you like, think about like the time, like it's wait, what? yeah. Well, the dead and <laughs> were wrote for this legend. For what legend? Prince. Oh, 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 oh. For Prince to use. Okay. They're, I was thinking like they were talking about this like a legend in, in general, like the legend of something. Oh. The legend of the seven deadly sins. I think. Wait, isn't that wait? I thought that's what it was too. Because doesn't that mean like it's a separate comment? Were, it was wrote for this legend, Prince being the uh, legend. I'm assuming that's what it's but what he's talking about. Maybe it's he's doing like what. Well, look, there's no legend he's talking about because it's its own individual comment. Like, that would be wild if he's talking about a separate legend that's not referencing anything. Yeah, he's talking about Prince. It makes sense yeah. now to me. Talk about Prince. God made the seven deadly sins, or the devil did, I guess, so Prince could write this song. Right. That's what Dan Tracy's trying to say. Yep. It makes sense, and he probably did. Yeah. The devil probably did do that. <laughs> yeah. The, the devil definitely created Prince also. <laughs> like, look at Prince. He looks like Satan. Yeah, but he's, he's, well, I don't know. He's pretty, I think he's a man of God. He's always wrestling with the dark side. Yeah, but like sometimes Prince's like facial hair is very. So I'm sorry. I, the reason I got confused, <laughs> I kept, because like, I, I thought it was talking about like the other word wrote, which is like basically like lazy and repetitious. <laughs> it's just you know an what incorrect about? There's grammar use. Oh, you mean, no, it's, it's W-R-O-T-E, right? Yeah. In the. Past okay. Yes. He meant, so, he meant to say written. He said wrote. <laughs> right. Like the incorrect grammar. I thought it was like an insult. Like this is wrote for Prince to do. Like he can like come up with his own content. That's why I was confused. I'm sorry. Given given this oh, guy too much credit. Wrote. Like given wrote, it's, wrote. It's okay. Yeah. Wrote is like a different word. It's like hack. It's, it's hack like hacky. for Prince to cover yes. this. It's been covered. It's been covered by so many other legends. Right. Which is what you, I think this <laughs> this person actually intended to write, but they didn't know how to spell it. That's my interpretation. You You're giving YouTube commenters way too much credit. No, it's literally, it's definitely supposed to be were written for this legend, but he put the word wrote because it's just incorrect grammar, which you see constantly on YouTube. The deadly sins were wrote for this, for this legend. Like they were written for this legend, but he, I'm choosing to think that they just spelt the word wrote wrong, that they didn't know that it was R O T E. That's my stance. All right. Fair. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> All right, that's uh, that's my YouTube corner for this song. Thank you, worth it. Thank you. <laughs> good, good corner. Welcome to good corner. I l always love spending a little bit of time in your corner. It's like the Thank best you. type of time out. <laughs> yep, I wish I yeah, I wish my parents punished me by sending <laughs> me to your corner, your YouTube <laughs> comment corner, when I was acting bad as a as a bitchy baby. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Bitchy. All right, here we go. So here's Prince <laughs> Seven uh, at the one minute mark.
acoustic? Acoustic, yeah. Yeah. Cool percussion, like. Oh, he's scratching. <laughs> oh. Oh, man. Uh, Whoa. Man, so much stuff. Always a lot of There's stuff. There's always so much a stuff. stuff to get yeah. through. God. A lot of stuff to unpack. It's just perfect for the show. His songs are perfect for the show. It, it really is perfect for <laughs> the <They> show. They are. <laughs> So something that kind of that we talked about with the last song um, that he had, the uh, the one where D- Dan didn't like diamonds, diamonds and, pearls. and pearls, yeah, where he didn't like the like main hook as much, but like he's really good at these really long phrases. You know what I mean? Like a like a a really long repetitive, like the whole like hook of seven is just like a really long. I I just really like how how well he's like constructing these memorable core like refrains basically but long yeah yes definitely yeah he, he can stretch things out in clever ways he's a stretcher yeah he always finds new things once he stretches it out like if you stretch out your pants <laughs> and like coins might fall out or something <laughs> or you stretch out your pockets like things might come out that you wouldn't have uh located if you didn't stretch it out so uh, that's what that, that's what i like about prince um now that we had two scratches, yeah, um, yeah, one in each song, I think it works better in "Nothing But a G yeah, Thing." Definitely. <laughs> than this, it's a little kind of random and silly, mm-hmm. but that's, I mean, that's what we. That's also why we love Prince because yeah. he's random and silly. But this one, it's it's not his best random silly moment, um, but not horrible. Uh, he has a lot of strain in his voice. Yeah. In this song. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and it's funny because like he's saying, Don't cry, all seven will die one day. And I it's funny that he's thinking that like me, the listener, is gonna be upset about the seven deadly sins and I'm I'm crying about it. And then I find like solace in this song. I mean, I can see him finding um pain. And crying because of the seven deadly sins, but the average pop music consumer is not crying about that. Right. <laughs> but he's bringing that into a pop song, and you're kind of just down with it because it's it's what Prince does. He's just bringing interesting, unique things into a, the pop field. Right. Yeah, I, I, all the, all the stuff, you know. There's a lot going on. Obviously, the scratch is not the best part, but like when the acoustic comes in, it's really cool. Then there's that light synth that like carries over. I mean, that's kind of like what I was saying. What the problem is with this album in general, not even the problem, but I guess what he starts doing in the '90s is he he's more inclined to incorporate trends into his music rather than making it completely unique to him. And so sometimes that it lends itself to successful sounds on the album and sometimes it sticks out like a sore thumb like that um but um i i I like the i like the sound of it in general um 
Yeah, I mean, you um, yes. got into really the only point I really wanted to make is like, this is, I think, the first Prince song we've covered where it, it feels more 90s, finally. Like, I, I think it, right. it's still unique and still, you know, certainly I, w- I wouldn't call this a popular 90s sound by any means. So, you know, I mean, there's all kinds of weird shit going on. But um, yeah, more of a more of embracing the trends, like you're saying, Brandon, more of a 90s thing, especially when the acoustic guitar comes in. Like, I, I feel like that sound just, yeah, just felt very 90s to me. Um, my, my only resistance is that, I mean, as a kid growing up going to, having to go to church every single Sunday and then playing a lot of lame folk music, mm. like once he brought in the acoustic guitar and the, the messaging, it did make me feel like, wait, what? Like, did I somehow wind up in church and I didn't know I was there? Right. It's kind of a buzzkill, Prince. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's great at what he does. But um, I think there should be a separation of of church and and pop. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I I totally agree. Yeah, I mean, this is America. We've run into the religious stuff quite a bit on the show, right? Like, yeah, uh, yeah, actually, yeah, Amy we have, Grant and enough, yeah. uh, the other guy, uh, Michael yeah, W. Like, Smith, and that, and now Prince, and it's like <laughs> with Prince though, even though it is like overtly. Religious, like it's definitely on purpose. Like he, he still manages to make it feel like sexual, which is like so funny and like, uh, like it's, <laughs> yeah. uh, like, so with the on purpose religious stuff with Prince, it definitely doesn't like bother me. Like I, like it should, it should bother me. <laughs> but I, I don't know for whatever reason with Prince, it doesn't. Um, yeah, it ultimately doesn't bother me, but it is a little bit of a buzzkill. Okay, if I have yeah. to criticize it. I'm trying to find some kind of critical thing here. Mm-hmm. So I'm 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 going against all religious people. <laughs> no, nah, I'm kidding. I mean, I don't know. It's just like it is a little like isn't church cool? I got an acoustic guitar. <laughs> and we all know it's not cool. But Dr. Dre nothing but a G thing is not trying to do that at all. They're actually giving you a cool atmosphere. There's there's soft drinks there. There's weed and liquor and cool cars fun weird uh synth sounds meandering around environment versus environment i'm just more prone to go to nothing but a g thing okay if i'm going for environments but i mean it was a dr dre verse he's not as good as snoop dogg Prince did elevate what he did in the first minutes by adding in all the instrumentation and and like some cool low backing vocals, so he definitely. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know which way to go. We, we've spent a lot of time on the <laughs> on, on the, this, on this I matchup. Know, I know. We we always do that with the first matchup, but I get it because I'm having a similarly hard time. We're like, okay, flat out, nothing but a G thing. I absolutely like better as a song. I, I do. I it's a so yeah. It's like a song. I'll I'll. Re- continue to return more to than this Prince seven song minute versus minute. It's still, it's the Prince effect where there's so much to analyze and it is very interesting. Um, I would probably say more interesting, but better. No, no, not necessarily, but I don't know. I'm, uh, we haven't gone overtime yet. I'd be willing to do that too. I don't know if that would help or at all. 
Um, I mean, I, I'm just going to flat out vote for Prince. I, I, I'm oh, with wow. you guys okay. that, that in general, like, I like the vibe of Nothing But A G Thing more as a song. But, like, it's just not right. – it's it's the hardest – it's probably the hardest genre in this tournament format going up against the literal best person at this format. And so that that's just what it comes down to for me. What's tough for me here is like I this is my least favorite Prince song we've covered on this show, including the like eighties. Like uh, this is probably my least favorite, but it's not bad. Like I don't think it's a bad song. Um, it is interesting. It is there are very cool elements to it. I just like the other Prince stuff we've covered uh, more than this one, including like the Prince written songs too. Um, yeah, like I I think I even I like Bat Dance more than this too. <laughs> <laughs> having a sound bills. issue i'll be right back <laughs> uh, all right so okay more <laughs> more time on this then um he, he left the room for a sound issue <laughs> Is, do you think he's just saying that because he had to go to the bathroom why well, you, you both of you leave to go to the bathroom all the time why <laughs> why make why why make up an uh, excuse? guys uh, uh i gotta leave first Sound issue. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why hide that? Like, just say you have explosive diarrhea. It's fine. Ugh, I ate something earlier today, and I just feel like I have a sound issue now. Which uh, of the seven <laughs> deadly sins, which sin is that that Brandon just committed? Well, it's lying. <laughs> right? Is that one? Yeah, but like... It, glutton it's glutton <laughs> <laughs> but it's like it's a specific kind of lying where i don't know shame or something <laughs> yeah, or I mean, shame that's not a deadly sin Wait, no, that's definitely a, what you they want you to feel right <laughs> yeah yeah uh, so it's pride greed wrath envy lust gluttony and sloth okay so this is the eighth so this is anxiety <laughs> the eighth <laughs> deadly sin <laughs> Damn, imagine that was a sin. Uh, that's, We'd all yeah, go to hell. the entire planet. All right, I'm back. Did you wash your hands? <laughs> no, I uh, I couldn't find my air I couldn't find my AirPod case. So I had to switch headphones. The one died. Oh my god. Okay, Leslie just gave me very sad news that coming in live on this show, it's not going to make sense at the time this comes out, but I guess you heard it here last as we've said on Dan and Brave, Alex Trebek just died. Oh, damn. Oh. Damn. Really? Yeah. That sucks. Oh my god, that's so <sighs> sad. What a bummer. Damn. Damn. You heard it here last. But um Damn, we 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 previously um honored him on our Jeopardy episode. And uh I love that damn. guy. Damn, that's so Brandon, sad. Brandon, we gotta man. do another we gotta do a Jeopardy episode again now in tribute. Yeah. Now you have to. Yeah. Damn. Damn. I mean, this is not like uh, really a consolation, but he did die at eighty. So we, you know, he did live a pretty long life but it was a painful end for sure yeah he, he yeah i mean trebek ruled he's, he's the best what uh what like radio show or podcast is it where somebody like comes in and gives updates and gives the news that's what leslie just was like uh <laughs> like uh, i don't know colin jost <laughs> no <laughs> we can like um but somebody like in the background though like that like comes right. in. I, don't know, I feel like maybe not like on howard stern or something like there's right. something that, that, i don't know beetlejuice <laughs> yeah, Leslie. <laughs> Leslie Spieljuice. <laughs> Le- Le- Leslie's Baba Booey. 
I am having a really hard time. Brandon voted for Prince. Um, right, yeah. that's right. D- Dave. I don't know. You know what? Just because I had some criticism versus it, I might as well just go that angle and pick Dr. Dre and, and Snoop Dogg. Prince's song. It brought me to church. Didn't love that. But I always love the vibe of Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg. Stronger vibe for me. And it didn't do anything that sunk the boat. It was still great. So I'm, I'm going with them. You know what? Um, I'm thinking about like the end of the Dr. Dre minute too. I really liked like the, oh, like the, like, that was cool. That, that was, was an extra added element. That too. was like, yeah. An, yeah, like I really liked that. I just like that song better. I know like in minute first minute, as interesting as the print stuff was, um, I don't like love it. I like it. I don't love it. Whereas, like, I love this Dr. Dre and Soup Dog thing. That's it. Right. Yeah, that's it. I'm, it I'm, yeah. Yeah. Yep. I'm voting for another bit of G thing. Prince is intriguing, and it's very... I can appreciate it for this format. Right. Love hearing the new minutes. But I don't want to get my judgment clouded just because he's great at this tournament. Yeah. All right. Uh, it's not a that's, good... That, it is what it is. Not, not a good album. Does this make you Brandon. want to reassess the album? <laughs> I just, it's funny you said that because I just said, not a good album. <laughs> I'll listen to that one, like, 20 minute song again, like, happily. That was, that was insane. That was <laughs> I think it was like a six or minute song. I think you keep getting hung up no. on the song length. It was like 10. It, I, I swear, it was really long. It was like a 10 minute, like, epic. <laughs> Unless I'm thinking of a different Prince thing. It, it, I, it, was like, five minutes, sure. it was five minutes and 41 seconds. It's just, he packs a lot in there. I must be thinking of a different Prince thing then, because there is like another stuff song in the nineties. There's where he two does that. songs that are six minutes long, basically at the end of the album. Maybe I'm combining them into one thing. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All, All right. right, let's go on to the next matchup, which is the Rod Father, Rod Stewart, Reason to Believe, the thirteen seed against Tina Turner, Aunt Tina. I don't want to fight. Um, okay. Let's hear Dave's genres. Here are the Johns. Rod Stewart is... Now, I kind of had trouble wording this, but maybe you'll get the idea. Okay. Um, Rod Stewart, Reason to Believe, unplugged and seated live version is party music the third-class passengers of the Titanic would make contemporary. (laughs) (laughs) What's the first word? Party? Not party. Party. Okay, party music the third class passengers of the Titanic would make contemporary. <laughs> you know, I could edit that a little bit no, better. I, but anyway. I get it. That's great. <laughs> like, you know, when, when yeah, when uh, Rose when Rose goes and to Jack the, are yeah, down the party. They go down to the, yeah, I, I got it. Con- the, Rod Sewer is contemporizing that sound. <laughs> That they make down there. Yeah. Well, they're like, yeah. Making it a little bit more polished right. for a 90s adult audience. Uh, right. And Tina Turner, I Don't Want to Fight, is Great Aunt Revival. <laughs> nice. It's a simple. And this, I think, is... We have two lozenge de- deniers here. Lozenge uh, deniers. That's their style of, of vocality, these two performers. <laughs> So I think it's, I said it last time, it's really who will out-rasp the other yeah. in this showdown. And I guess we'll find out right now. It's a uh, congestion contest. 
Yeah. <laughs> rasp race. <laughs> rasp race, yeah. Rasp yeah. Race. yeah. It's a ras disputin. Dispute. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here we go. Here is one minute mark of Reason to Believe by Rod Stewart. Bye. Is it to give? Just picture the Titanic now. <laughs> oh, I like that time. I tried to leave all the past behind. Mandolin, I think. Straight faced while I cried. Still I look to find a reason. That's interesting. They um, they decided to forego a vocal chorus for a violin solo over the <laughs> chorus chords, right? Yeah. Someone like you. He didn't do that. He let the violin right. speak from its heart. Yeah, Very, he is obsessed yeah. with the mandolin. Totally. You really nailed it with the Titanic thing. That's like all I could say now, like listening to that. I just was just picturing the Titanic. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he would have been a great like um, soundtrack artist for the Titanic if they didn't get Celine Dion, My Heart Will Go On. It could have it it been this, you know? Mm-hmm. I wish it was Rod singing that song. <laughs> oh, no. Come on. Don't take that from Celine. <laughs> yeah, imagine Rod's. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know that song's something on another planet. That song's amazing. Um, it, it's um, it's it's so heartwarming. It's just such a right. great, comforting vibe. Like Brandon said, I didn't get choked up, but I I would I would um, be at peace, dying, listening to the song. It's a good Alex Trebek tribute. <laughs> yeah, it exactly. felt like a really good Alex Trebek tribute. It did. Yeah, it helped me. It's helping me get through that news. Um. I, even though it's not the same, you know, style by any means, I got like the same energy as like what you'd feel in like a good Hornsby song from this. Okay, a little, a little bit. bit. Like, mm-hmm. uh, just like the, I don't know, like landscape, like a, I don't know, like an outdoor landscape happy, happiness, now. like an outdoor mm-hmm. happiness. <laughs> I, I guess, like I, I felt that too, like. Similar it's to like, like um, some of the good Pornsby songs. Those those nice landscape paintings. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You know, you know, like yeah, it's, yes, yeah. it's there's nothing artistically amazing about it, but it's very comforting to look at, and you know, you see beauty in the uh, in nature there. Um, it's a great reproduction of. It's a great replication of beauty. <laughs> the song. The song. <laughs> <laughs> Man, <laughs> what a review! <laughs> My God, that's like the biggest compliment this song's ever gotten. I think it's a replication of beauty. <laughs> My God, replication of natural beauty. This is what this song is. You gotta chill. <laughs> God, what a compliment! Oh man, 
but it, I will say maybe it's a little boring. It could be a tad boring, although it's right. comforting. Yeah, comforting. Like is I really could good. easily go to sleep to this, and it's not exciting. It's you know it's like an old song he's doing in the '90s, unplugged for uh, a sold-out audience of fawning fans. So there's a boring factor yeah, to that. I definitely don't have the same reaction as I did to the first minute. Like right. The first oh. minute, like, really captured me. And now I'm kind of back to my, like, uh, yeah, like, I, I have a new appreciation for this song, but now I just don't, I'm not feeling it as much. Yeah. Damn. I kind of agree with that. Um, okay. His Are vocal we... performance is still great, though. Definitely. Right. That. All right, let's move on. Yeah. Uh, let's listen to Tina Turner, I Don't Want to Fight. At the one minute mark, we uh, we have Danny's YouTube corner for this one. This is a Danny song. Um, okay. So to quickly read a couple comments from uh, the music video of uh, "I Don't Want to Fight" by Tina Turner, and again the uh, the trend in the comments is a lot of women talking about abusive relationships and how this song really helped them get through it. Really, oh. actually, it was like really inspirational stuff in, in the comments. Like a lot of really good um, you know, things, kind of discussing that like people just like citing specific lyrics in this song that like really really help them um but you have some other comments in here also like uh antonio ribello now i'm gonna read this word for word the grammar it's really tough just like you should be able to get what i'm saying i'm just i'm gonna read this review word for word by Antonio Rebello, this YouTube comment, he said, I listened this in 93 when I was madly in love for a girl, but I didn't know, spelled N-O. Now I listened this, I think, what a dick I was. Oh, wow. But what is spelled W-A-T. So, um... I listened this in 93 when I was madly in love for a girl, but I didn't know, you know. Now I listen this, I think, what a dick I was. Wow. So coming to some kind of reckoning right. yeah. with his old yeah. behavior. Exactly. So you have like women saying how inspirational this was, but then you have some of the guys too saying like, man, I, I really blew it. Um, then you Damn. have a comment from Darnell Nelson saying this song was originally offered to Sade, but she sent it to Tina. So some, no. uh, that's, that's what he said, apparently. Really? It's what, uh, according to Darnell Nelson, I mean, legitimate. That's cool. I mean, I always knew Sade as like an original song right. writing team. People were trying to send in songs to, to her. Yeah, I mean, according to Darnell uh, Nelson, that's what happened. Oh, um, okay. But then some replies to this bit of news by, like, Victoria Dupree. She said, good call on Sade's part. Tina rocked it. Plus, True. plus Tina came from a really dark place and could put the feeling into the song. You know, yeah. Got to agree yeah. there. But then the YouTube commenter, Face Reality, uh, <laughs> says, at Victoria Dupree, we all come from a dark place. <laughs> <laughs> so. Wow. Some really there intense stuff under the under this song. Yeah, we all come it, from a dark place. It's it's funny that you mentioned that with the how this song like got to Tina because recently I found and I sent to you guys. I think Dave listened to it. Um, that what's love got to yes, do with it? That's right. Uh, was originally done by like a band, like a like a 
like a new wavy synth pop band uh first and then tina recorded her version and then they never released their version until like the 2000s and it's it's a a pretty cool uh version to listen to yeah Um, so she she, yeah she kept snagging these good songs um and we do all come from a dark place um emotionally and physically maybe well i mean Um, i think aren't you aren't you blind when you when you are born yeah Yeah. So, so yeah yeah that's what face reality is probably talking about Right. Um, all right, let's listen to it. <laughs> Ready? <laughs> Got that itch out of my brain. All right, here we go. Okay. Um, I don't want to fight at the one minute mark. Dave, you know it now? Not really. Damn. Ah, oh, bad. Mm. Yeah. All the vocals, very cool. Yeah. Her buddies are with her. I hear a whisper in the Simply doesn't bother me. Savage Garden beat. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty savage too. Pretty savage. Yeah. Are you looking right? This one of the Savage Garden was just seeds. <laughs> yeah. God, yeah, I, pretty. Yeah, yeah. I've, heard, I've heard this song a lot of times in my life, more so than I ever think I've remembered, because I remember every single moment of <laughs> of this. Uh, it's it's good. Very big, very epic. Um, love that chorus. Fantastic. Yeah, the the yeah. I, I'm surprised I don't know this. Um, I like I like what I heard, and. It's yeah, it is a little Savage Garden. It's like a little bit very produced sounding, but like her emotion is is you that cannot be faked. You know, right. like what yep. the the true pain and hurt in that voice coupled with those lyrics, that's real. Even if the, if the song kind of sounds like I don't know, this like kind of shot out by a computer like production wise, I think um, I still like it, the music, but I really like the the vocal. That's, yeah, the that's vocal. Where I, that's what's hitting me. Yes. Yeah. I like the music sound of Rod Stewart more. His band, it's like a it's a nice warm sound. Everybody's playing together. This music I don't love, but I like the vocal more than the Rod Stewart vocal because I feel like the Rod Stewart. Although it's professionally done, every note is perfect. You know, it's just like it's there's something. You know, he's just done it so many times that it's just like it, there's not as much soul in it, even though it is. He has a soulful voice. Does, right. does that make yeah, sense? To you? Yeah, he. I got, I got um, you. Yeah, I'm an easy uh, Tina vote here for sure. Um, nothing to really think about. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm, I'm, <laughs> but. I think just I just think Tina made the right choice in not having a mandolin solo. <laughs> oh, there was a violin solo. Oh, it was violin. Rod Stewart. Yeah. Rod, okay. 
But definitely a lot of mandolin uh, playing throughout. <laughs> right. I think she made the right choice not having either of those. So yeah, I think it would have been cool if she had a mandolin and a <laughs> and a violin. Actually, I would have been a, it would have been a slam dunk Tina Turner for me if she did. <laughs> that would that would have been a weird choice, I think. With that like cool porn groove drum beat. <laughs> I don't mind the music that much on the it, it's not my favorite of her sound for sure but I do like like how lush the vocals are like 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 all of the background like it's definitely yeah it, it, it's a weird it's a weird sound because it, it it is so 90s like I like I think I told you I always have this like weird um like visceral reaction to Tina Turner where it reminds me of Philadelphia and like I think I told you because of like the murals that like I would always see when I would go to my aunts who's like in like she's an artist and like all this stuff and I just have this like weird I always think about Philly when I hear this and I just think about being a kid so much with this sound so maybe that's why I don't like it doesn't turn me off so much because it is very nostalgic for me um, right but I'm, I'm also an easy Tina Tina vote but yeah, it's not newfound it's, appreciation for Rod. Yeah, yeah, it's it's not a turn off for me. It's just it's just not. It's just like goes through me like air, you know. I just right. I just don't feel it. I have no connection to the music. Right. But not turned off necessarily. It's just like okay, but I'm turned on by the music. Tina, turn but, off. Sorry, I'm turned on by the vocal. I'm turned on by the vocal. Tina, turn on or Tina, turn off. Oh, true. <laughs> well, you guys turned on. I'll turn I'll turn off. I'll turn on to Rod. I like the Titanic music. I like the Titanic band and they need our support because they're poor and, and the probably ship's gonna die. And the ship's going down. And, yeah. yeah, and the ship's going down, so. As a tribute to the lives that we lost on the Titanic, I'm voting for Rod Stewart. <laughs> um so Tina advances. Uh, it'll be the one seed of Dr. Dre featuring Snoop Dogg going up against Tina Turner, five seed. I don't want to fight. So let's go over and hear Dave's genres for the matchup of Sting. If I ever lose my faith in you, the 15 seed going up against Tony Braxton, another sad oh, wow. love song. This is going to be a good seed. one. This is going to be a good one. Um, yes. Th- I'm really excited about this matchup. Um... Okay, I'll, I'm going to go out and say this is not my best genre work, okay? Right. <laughs> you know. But here it is anyway. Staying If I Ever Lose My Faith in You. Last pod part, I said it was adult contemporary, but make it art. That was So that's like, I do think that's like mainly what the sound is, but I added in <laughs> conflicted softcore spy. <laughs> <laughs> There's a little bit of spy music element to it, but like he's conflicted with that lifestyle. <laughs> he's fallen in love. Yeah, it, it has the it has the like James Bond like chromatic ascension. Yeah, yes. I hear that. Yeah. Yep. And then Tony Braxton, another sad love song, is simply the best. No, it's simply sorrowful seduction crunch. <laughs> <laughs> Crunch. What's your favorite genre? Seduction crunch. Oh my god. I think of like I always think of like jam bands when I hear the word crunch, like crunchy. Like (laughs) Alright, like some um someone who has the munchies would say that. 
Yeah, listen to a jam. Oh, band. weird. Oh, this I would, is crunchy. I would associate crunch with more of like a like a Lil John style like rap. Crunk. Crunk. Yeah. Crunch. That's crunk. Yeah. Crunch. Yeah. Crunch. I li- I I think you sold yourself short, Dave. I like that. I like those a lot. Yeah, these are great. Okay, thank you. So, really softcore spy. Is that- Conflicted softcore spy. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. All right. All right. So let's listen to the dulcet tones of conflicted uh, (laughs) softcore spy of Sting, if I ever lose my faith in you, at the one-minute mark. Here we go. Exceptional, harmonica. exceptional harmonica. <laughs> There's a couple other notes in there, maybe. Uh, two notes. Oh, <laughs> uh, wow. Politicians. Politics. Whoa. Two current <laughs> day Sting. <laughs> Kind of like, um, it's pretty rocking during that chorus. Uh, yeah, yeah. Riding that not ride really. symbol. It's, yeah, it's, it's like, um, Dave Matthews band. It is very, very, <laughs> very, yeah. Oh, no, don't tell me that. I'm like, I've never really listened to Dave Matthews band. Don't tell me I'd like it, please. I don't. I can't be associated with that. I please. guarantee you, there's a handful of songs you would like by Dave Matthews Band. <laughs> Damn it! I've av- I've avoided it for fear of liking it because I don't want to be associated. <laughs> I don't want to be associated with that at all. Um, <laughs> I. It's funny because like the the one lyric I do like because uh, I you know I said last time how I'm kind of like whatever on the lyrics, but. I, when he says, you could say I lost belief in politicians, they all seem like game show hosts to me. Uh, I like I like that little, little Dude, dig he does in there. he's skewering pretty <laughs> hard. Wow. I just I love the switch from verse to chorus so much. I love that it, it sound change. I love yeah. it. I love yeah. that. I, it's, I don't, it's like he pressed a button. Yeah. It's like he has a secret button like and then it's, it it's that one instantly gu- changes. Yeah, it's the it's the good. The guitar strum, like that. I don't know. Something happens in my it's brain. More like I arpeggiated, lo- right? Like something like that. If I ever, yeah, I love it. And the the great part about that chorus is like, it's a great chord progression. Like it's a really really cool unique chord progression. And it's his melody. Like the two parts of the chorus, it sounds like it's two different things, but it's just the melody that changes. It's like the same chord progression, but when he goes up to that second higher note, like it makes it sound different, and it's just very cool. Um, yeah, I, I, it's it's insane. You know, we've talked a lot about the Sting thing of how you know he has a tendency to make his verses cooler than his choruses, but this is like this is a chorus just working. Yeah, yeah. I think that's why it's one of its biggest songs. It's it's why it's one of his biggest songs because the chorus is so good. Yeah, I think it's on par with the verse. I love the verse. I love the verse too. Yeah. Don't talk shit about the verse. Are you? (laughs) 
It's Don't talk shit about it. It's better than the verse. It's not. I didn't say it's the verse not. is bad, but it's better than the verse. No, it's on par. It's like when, a great reversible um, beret. <laughs> you can. <laughs> I disagree. No, listeners, you can rock it on both sides, and it's <laughs> it looks great either way. If you want to do verse look or you want to do chorus look, both look great. They're different, <laughs> but they're both equally as great. Go ahead. Now, we said we were going to reference things that happened on the past on the show. We said that even things that we don't know about. We're also going to reference things on things that we never even put out uh, because there, we, did, we recorded a, a Dandy Awards. A, we did a, a oh, you know, we, our famous Dandy Award episode. On the second one, I famously attempted a Sting impression where I sang everything that Sting said. And it was to the rhythm of the verse. It was, you go, see, I lost my... I just, everything, oh, right. I, everything I said was in that rhythm of the verse. Very successful right. episode. That's right. We're going to have to put out that episode at we some point. We should put it out. I'm, I'm going to look into that. It's a long... I think I fell asleep. Long... I may be the only podcaster in the world who's ever blacked out drunk on a podcast and fallen asleep on a podcast. (laughs) Yeah, release the Danden Vault. We should. Uh, Open the Danden Vault. uh, We could even do it as a 98 episode. Right. Oh, man. We could. I'm scared. I'm scared. But I wouldn't count on it. We'd have to screen it first. I kind (laughs) of would want to screen it. Yeah, we will. We We have to. Okay, anyway, so... Um, I'm voting for Sting. I'm just going to say it. We haven't heard the second song. Oh, yeah, we yeah. didn't listen to Tony Braxton yet. <laughs> You've God, Brandon has done this before on the that's show. That's fucked up. See, I... That... No, that's not right, man. Oh, my God. That's more corrupt. You don't even know who you're voting for. That's you don't even know the other opponent. It's more, so corrupt. More corrupt than the, my political ball usage. That's more corrupt. <laughs> Except it's against my own song, so it's really fine. It doesn't matter. It's corrupt. In terms of it's that, corrupt. It's corrupt. It's a slap in the face of Tony Braxton. I'm sorry. No, she's my you've, background on Zoom. I love. Oh, no, she is. No, you've shit no. on me for my opinions on Tony Braxton in the past, <laughs> and and look at what we have here. Looky uh, here. Looky here. <laughs> um, I think his vocals funny when he he like he doubles his voice a lot, right? Yeah. Yeah. During a chorus, he's like belting out this. This is such an interesting sound for a person to belt out, but then also double the double voice. Double it, right? It reminds me of what John Lennon did a lot in the Beatles, like screaming with two of his own voice. It's an yeah. interesting effect. Um, yeah, but uh, I like it. I think the verse is on par to better than the chorus. So love the chorus because it's a cool switch up and a big improvement from his shit choruses we've heard before on the tournament. <laughs> Right. Uh, but guess what? I'm not voting for him yet because we haven't heard <laughs> the second song. Uh, all right. Well, let's listen to the second <laughs> song. Um, this is, what is it? Seduction Crunch? Yes. Of Tony Braxton, another sad <laughs> love song. Here we go. Mm. Yeah. Also pretty... Savage Garden. Ooh. Yeah, but it's underselling yet, I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the song rules. 
Ah, it's been, I haven't heard this in so long. So much pain in her, and suffering, in that seduction crunch, <laughs> just seducing you by like crying on you. Right, love it. It's another outstanding chorus, man. Of course, yeah. fucking great. Oh my god, I like, the, I like the. I think the, my favorite part of the song is the pre-chorus, that like gospel-y thing right before, <laughs> with that really cool chord change there. I, well, I, I mean, like I mean, whatever you voted already, so. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, we cool. You can praise it all you want. It doesn't matter. <laughs> this song rules. God damn it, man. This song is great. Yeah. This is uh I don't know if Dave feels the same way. This is impossible for me. I'm having an impossible time with this choice. Impossible. Great. Um because I love Sting. I love that Sting song. I love the chorus of that Sting song. The Sony Braxton thing puts me in it's a vibe though. It's a vibe thing with Tony. I, I don't know. Here's what I'll say. I'll get out of the way. I still am going to vote for Sting. It's one of my favorite. It's still one of my favorite all-time things. But this Tony Braxton song is immediately on the top of my list as a re-entry contender as a like for my choice. Um, I, this is really great, and I love that pre-chorus. And uh, yeah, but that's just that's my vote. Already voted. So Brandon, you're like the guy that like companies hire. To the fire people, but like <laughs> they put on like a really happy like face, oh, like and, like uh, um, Clooney in that movie, right? Yeah, it's like yeah, yeah, you know, up in um, the air, yeah, up yeah. in the air. You're you're Clooney and up in the air. <laughs> <laughs> she knows she's getting fired by you. Okay, she doesn't want your praise. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> So if I had to, <laughs> um, if I, had, I, I, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do mine real quick. Cause I, I think, I don't know where you're going, but I, I know where I'm going. If I had to and, guess, Dave's uh, going to vote for Tony and then I'm going to be stuck with an impossible choice. There you yeah. go. Yeah. Because it's, it. it's mission possible for me. I love staying. If I ever lose my faith, it's a great song, but let's be honest. Almost a copy paste of the first thing we heard right uh it's true yeah, yeah definitely yep. verse yeah. doesn't really change that's definitely true doesn't really change yeah. they're great excellently crafted but tony braxton i don't think we heard the chorus yet no we no, didn't we didn't it was amazing i forgot about the song yeah really brought me in all the little <laughs> all that work I, I mean i gotta get a tissue myself this is like <laughs> I'm feeling it. I thought I felt it when Tina Turner sang and emoted. I felt it even more with Tony Braxton because you can't even understand what she's saying sometimes. And that's <laughs> really, if you ever really broke down and cried and you're, and you're like speaking from your heart, a lot of times you're, you're slurring your words, you're, you're marbling your words, you're full of mucus. There's all this like <laughs> stuff in your way f when you're trying to communicate, but the words don't matter as much as the 
the emotion that's uh, there, and I got that from her. Um, and it's a cool beat. Man, I love this because I kind of haven't heard Tony Braxton since we covered her um, for the, the 1990s board bills the first time around. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm thinking I got to get back into my into my Braxton's uh, uh, listenings because ba- this is one I didn't really know about. And I'm loving it. Back it's as, in Brax. It's like, as it's one of her best. It might be the second best I've heard by her. So I'm in. I'm voting for her. Love Sting. But I think Tony brought more. She just brought more. There was more. There was more going on this time with with her. Go ahead, Dan. Oh, man, um, this is. Uh, I haven't heard that. You know, I've only heard the only Tony Braxton songs I know are the ones that we've covered. This is my favorite one. I could confidently oh. say that this Tony Braxton song I, I like the best. I like the vibe of this one. Um, I had an unexpected nostalgia with this. Like I. Oh. Just haven't thought about this song in so long, uh, but I just remember remember this one from my childhood, and it's really good. The thing is, it's my favorite Sting song. I think too. <laughs> I think there it's my I think it's my favorite Sting song. Like I I, I um, I've listened to that album before. It's really good. Fields of Gold. Um, way not, better than his other bullshit. The from album the 80s. Well, isn't it called something it's, else? Yeah, it's not Fields of Gold. The album? It's, no. It's Ten yeah. Summoners Tales. I think the album's Fields of Gold. No. 16 Summoner something? It's 10 Summoner's Tales. I am I listened to an album called Fields of Gold. That's that a greatest, song that's a greatest hits album. Oh, is it? Yeah. What are you talking about, David? Wait, what? What am I thinking of? What's the other one that has, is around this time? It's 10, 10 Summoner's Tales is the name of the album. What? What, Brandon? 10 Summoner's Tales is the that's name ten, of oh, the ten album. Summoners, 10 Summoner's Tales. Yes, that's right? the name of the album. I don't know, uh, Brandon. You keep like cutting in and out. What, what yeah, are you saying? Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I just keep hearing you say the name of the album. <laughs> yeah. The name of the. Al- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it was very confusing. Yeah, because. <laughs> like ten. The name of the album is Ten Summoners Tales. <laughs> yes. Oh. Yes. What? Why did I? What am I thinking of with Fields of Gold? I, uh, it's the best of. I, s- I kept saying it. I, the name of the best of album is Fields of Gold. Oh, that's what Brandon, I'm thinking we of. Just, we just couldn't hear you. Okay. <laughs> we, <laughs> and that's why it was a great. You liked it because uh, it, it's it's a greatest hits album. And no, I, I listened to Ten Summoners Tales. <laughs> I listened to Ten Summoners Tales. I've never listened to. Actually, I've probably listened to Fields of Gold also. But yes, I listened to Ten Summoners Tales. That's the great album. Fields of Gold, also a, a great thing, but not what I listen to. Anyway, <laughs> this Sting song is, yeah, it's my favorite Sting song. Um, all right. I was hoping we could do overtime, but you guys both seem pretty clear, so I'm just going to vote for Tony Braxton then. <laughs> Another That's, sad uh, yeah. love song. Moves on. That's moving on. It's... um. Oh, man, I can't. Pl- I didn't think I would vote for anything over this thing song, to be honest. But this Tony Braxton vibe, I just like too much. I uh, was obsessed with that chorus. Yeah, and it's the wrong I choice think, because yeah, yeah. the the last minute of the Sting song is going to be the greatest minute we've ever heard on the show. <laughs> yeah, probably. But that's not what we do, man. Minute versus minute. Minute versus minute, though. Min- and, and I I thought Sting was the favorite to win. I didn't. I kind of counted Tony Braxton out in my mind. And then she brought it, so it could be part of that why I voted for her. But um, I think she did great. I think I mean, I'm, and I don't know where it's gonna go after this. Yeah. So I I would have voted for Sting over everything else we've heard so far. 
and except for Tony Braxton. Except for Tony. That's and that's just the nature of the tournament sometimes. Um, I feel good about it. I mean, but yeah, if we do like a our look back and we listen to this thing, that's really good. Yeah, I'll probably be a little upset, but oh well. This Tony Braxton song rules. Uh, if I feel like Sting became another sad faith <laughs> song, faith song, <laughs> not yeah. not advancing. Let's hear Dave's genres for oh shit, Joey Lawrence. 14 seed versus Naughty by Nature, the 6 seed. Okay. This is really where the genre genre writing plummets. Okay. Um, Joey Lawrence, Nothing My Love Can't Fix is new Tiger Beat swing because it's like that magazine Tiger Beat. Yeah. Slash Color Me Batter. Because <laughs> it sounds like Color Me Bad. And uh, Naughty by Nature, Hip Hop Hooray is East Coast Ode Rap. <laughs> Sorry. Brandon, if you're reacting, can't hear anything. If you're if there's a reaction, it's silence. I know. I keep switching my headphones. I'm having issues. Sorry, man. Um, Dave, it's clear Brandon didn't think those were good or funny. <laughs> <laughs> Your silence spoke. <laughs> Brandon hated volumes. I was just I was just mimicking <laughs> visual laughter. I just wasn't making any sound. I was just like <laughs> Um Okay, yeah, yeah, here's the last matchup of the final eight. Or sorry, Elite Eight. El- elite eight. Uh yeah, let's listen to Joey Lawrence, nothing my love can't fix. I think they've been elite I so far (laughs) (laughs) I yeah they're I here we go (laughs) whoa Bobby Brown ass yeah He rules. <laughs> I love the pre-chorus. Whoa, he got some some vocal. <laughs> oh my god! This <laughs> man. Dude, it's really he can good. Really riff. It's really he good. Rules. He can... All right, I'm I'm convinced it's a, a Millie Vanilli situation. It's not him singing. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like him though, right? Uh, maybe a little bit. I don't know. I was trying to hear for like him. I, I maybe what I also is... haven't heard him speak in a while. I, I I don't know. What does that last part of the song sound like? <laughs> oh, it's uh, it's Janet Jackson. Uh, uh, no, no, no. I it is. It's uh. <laughs> It sounds like when I think of you. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Oh, true. Yeah. yeah. Like the pre-chorus part. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so in love. 
I am so, so happy with my my political yeah. choice. I love this shit. I love this song. It's so fun. And he can yeah, sing. Funny, um, funny you brought up uh, Janet. Yeah. Brandon. Because that's who Dan took the prize away from. Last pop that's right. Wait a second. Wait a second. What? What? What's wrong? What? Did you say this last episode? I don't think you did. The song what? Nothing My Love Can't Fix was featured in the 1993 film Cop and a Half. No. <laughs> no, he didn't say that. Oh, my God. What a... What a um... Wait, it was probably in the credits. I think I remember a song I really liked in the credits. I think <laughs> that's it... so funny. Oh, that's hilarious. Because that movie is such shit. Oh, my God. That's t- too good. Wow, maybe that. it's like a... I'm having like a flashback from a week ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's crazy. It was also in episode 58 of the TV series Blossom, which he was on. Yep. As the brother. <laughs> oh, man. I have brotherly love for this song. <laughs> that was his other show, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe he blew up more as an actor if he's such a talented singer. Yeah. He sounds yeah, he sounds great. It's he's a more talented singer than actor. <laughs> Probably. Based on my memory of him. Like what the fuck? He truly has chops. Yeah, he does have chops. Okay. Well he rules. So Yeah, that was he great. rules. He fucking rules. <laughs> Alright, let's listen. Yeah, I've not I, I yeah, I'm excited to hear more of that song. What am I saying? Oh wow, he voted. Look at now, Dave's voting. Oh my God, Dave <laughs> voted no, early. I'm the only one. vote. I'm the only one that hasn't voted early. I didn't say that's. He's got my vote. I said I'm excited to hear more of that song. You in guys general. are, and I'm excited to hear more of this hip hop hooray song. A <laughs> lot of corruption with you guys mailing in <laughs> votes early. What the hell? <laughs> Dave and Brandon have mailed in their votes early. A lot of corruption. This is no okay. This is not the same as Brandon. <laughs> it's the same thing. It's not. It's not the same thing. <laughs> it's your interpretation. I want to hear more of a song. I want to hear that, more of the Sting song, too. It's that itty-bitty change. It's not the same. <laughs> <laughs> That's you. You're Vanilla Ice right now, defending. No, I'm not. <laughs> defending. <laughs> I'm MC Hammer. I'm Hammer. <laughs> All right, let's listen to All Naughty right. by Nature, Hip Hop Hooray at the one-minute mark. Hooray! Hey. <laughs> 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 it 
You don't sound enthusiastic. Hey. <laughs> hey. Hip hop. Hooray. I mean, the song is really cool. <laughs> it is. The production it's is badass. really, really cool. Like, uh, I, yeah. I definitely did not uh, think about the production of this song. I've not really like listened to it in forever, so it, it sounds really cool. I like it. Yeah. Two good beats for, for this band. Yeah. So you did the reference to OPP. Mm-hmm. Um, I noticed that the first verse was more hip-hop hooray, and this second verse was more hip-hop ho. Because he was <laughs> like, yeah, I'm sleeping with this other girl. Like It's not because I hate you. He's kind of being a ho, cheating on his girlfriend and uh, giving right. us explanations why. But, hey, I'm listening. He's got great flow. I love the flow. It's like, for whatever reason, this song is ma- making me hook hook in with the the lyrics more than a lot of other songs we've we, we've been listening to. Um, he also said that she had his name graffitied on you know, above her kitten or something yeah, like that. Right. There's some actually. Uh, it was it was hard. I was trying to hear it as he was going. I had a hard time, but I pulled up the lyrics. It's, it's some excellent stuff here. Like he like. Yeah, it's he a says, quick flow. It's a quick like, yeah, quick action. I did your partner because she's hot as a baker. Cause right, because I'm, I'm naughty by nature, not because I hate you. This is amazing. Yeah, there you go. yeah. Um, you put your heart in a part of a part that spreads apart. Whoa! <laughs> Holy shit! That's really, really good. That's really good. Um, and forgot that I forgave when you had a spark. Wow. Mm. You try to act like something really big is missing, even though my name's graffiti written on your kitten. Like, yeah. Um, I love black women always and disrespect ain't the way. Let's start a family today. Hip hop hooray. Whoa. Oh, that, Damn. And really, I, really good. They have, yeah. they have a song on the album. There's a song called Written on Your Kitten. Oh, written sweet. on Your Kitten. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, this idea is too good. We got to do it. We got to make a whole song about it. Yeah. I wonder which came first. Written on your kitten. The ver- song or the, the reference in this song? Right. What do you think, Brandon? Um, I, yeah, I, it's weird because, like, this is so definitely one of the best of the hip hops that we've listened to um, uh, on the show. But, like, the, the Joey Lawrence thing just feels like the type of thing that could win it all. Like in like a in like a who's Johnny type, like just su- surprised <laughs> yeah. by how good it is, right? And how fun it is. I, it's like minute up against minute for I guess Joey took that, but I don't know because like I'm with you guys where like the lyrics are great, and I'm intrigued by the the, the lyrics in Joey Lawrence. <laughs> don't sleep on the lyrics in Joey Lawrence as well. <sighs> I don't. I don't. I don't feel confident. I don't know. Um, all right. So this is a vote. I just absolutely feel guilty about because in like the context of like culture and stuff like this, it's it's like so stupid and like borderline insulting. But I just enjoy this minute of nothing. My love can't fix by Joey Lawrence more than anything. Probably more than anything we've listened to in this tournament so far. And what? I know as. Kind of, yeah. I'm I obsessed, mean, it I'm obsessed with I, this. Yeah, it was amazing. I'm obsessed with this, yeah. Um, and the Naughty by Nature thing, here's the thing. I like, and this is my own fault. I, I can't, I couldn't decipher what they were saying and how clever it was upon that initial listen. And 
I had to look up the lyrics to appreciate it. Wow. I, I, like I like I I want like I couldn't. I love the flow and the beat itself, but not more than just the vocal talents of what what Joey Lawrence is doing in that song, and it also has the surprise factor. I think Hip Hop Array is a more important and like just a smarter song, but Minute Verse Minute, I'm just more into this Joey Lawrence thing. It's like it's silly and fun, and this is a uh, I'd like to think of this as a comedy podcast. So I'm <laughs> I'm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so if this was a podcast where we're truly analyzing depth of music, uh, it would be a different thing, but uh, it'd be probably a different result. That's not what we do on the show. I want to make that clear. It's a comedy show. So I'm voting for <laughs> Nothing My Love Can't Fix by Joey Lawrence. Every vote is funny. Every vote is meant to be funny. So um, that's my safe, my safe way of, def- <laughs> of defending this, this election. Yeah. <laughs> Joey Lawrence... The, the structure was the same as the, as the first minute, basically, but there was more unique riffing. Like, he was doing different things vocally. Yeah. He, he added more newer, fresher riffs. Mm-hmm. And Hip Hop Hooray maintained coolness. I don't, it, it, it was a similar flow. The second verse was a very similar flow to the first uh, verse's flow. The beat is not um, constantly evolving, so it's a maintain job. It's a complete maintain job that works with a great hip-hop vibe. Like, why would they fuck with that? It sounds great. I loved it. But in terms of adding something new and adding something unexpected, I got to go for Joey Lawrence. Um, and I, listen, I, I, this is not a premeditated vote. This is something I, <laughs> I came to after listening to Hip Hop Hooray, uh, second minute. So, it's not a rigged vote, but I am voting for Joey Lawrence. Yeah, and I, I, I guess I like weekly technically voted for Joey Lawrence too, but, um, <laughs> yeah. And another thing is like, and no disrespect to uh, Hip Hop Hooray, I think Tony Braxton destroys Naughty by Nature, no matter what the next minute. So that's another thing. Whereas like, it's I don't think it's necessarily. Yeah. The, I don't think that's necessarily the case with Tony versus Joey. Tony versus Joey. Tony hey, we got versus Tony versus Joey. <laughs> Tony. Oh, Tony versus Joey. Tony versus Joey. <laughs> next round. Whereas I honestly don't know what's going to happen. I know what probably should happen, but I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I hey, can't believe Joey! this. I can't believe this hey, yo, final Joey, four <laughs> that we have here. This is insane. Get we have do- we have Dr. Dre and Snoop <laughs> versus Tina Turner and Tony Braxton versus Joey Lawrence. We have Tina, Tony, Joey, uh, Snoop Dogg, and Dr. Dre. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Uh, oh my God. I'm a, I'm a doctor. I'm not, Itali- I'm, not Itali- I'm not Italian, so I can't. <laughs> this what is the, what, my family reunion or something? Clone <laughs> <laughs> um, family reunion. Uh, Brandon's the most Italian of us three, and he never does the Italian accent. It's me and Dave mostly doing that. <laughs> He's the show. least Italian somehow, uh, culturally. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's offensive to my family, so I just let you guys have it. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Aren't you pretty Italian, Dan? Uh, like a, I think technically only like a quarter, maybe even less. Oh, a quarter. Yeah. Grew up, I mean, 
in an Italian environment. In the but thick I of think, it, though. Yeah, yes. <laughs> uh, like, my mom's family, they're, I mean... No, yeah. like, my, my, like, my family that live in, like, by the whole Staten Island sect of my family basically just sound like, you know, sound stereotypes yeah. like that. Yeah, I have that part of my family, too. It's just, uh, it's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I grew up in Jackson, New Jersey, which makes the best pizza in this area. So, <laughs> kind of, eh, kind of an honorary die. Says who? <laughs> <laughs> who says Jackson is the best pizza? I mean, I'm not gonna fight that, but I mean, I what is that does. based on? I think it does. All right, just based on my own opinion. <laughs> growing up there and eating, there's like a pizzeria every. Um, 12 yards. It's most of the, that's like most of the so. state. That's like most of the state. <laughs> <laughs> no, but all we have is pizzeria. We have nothing else. Nothing else? <laughs> we okay. have pizzeria and, and dance um, academies, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> and the woods. And the woods. And the woods, yeah. 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 <laughs> all right, so let's listen to for Dr. Dre featuring Soup Dog versus Tina Turner. We're going to listen to uh, nothing but a G thing at the two minute mark. Here we go. Falling back on that ass, what a hell of a gangster lean. Getting funky <laughs> on the mic like an old batch of collard greens. It's the capital S O S of fresh and double O P D O double G Y D O double G. You see, oh. showing much flex when it's time to wreck a mic. Pimping hoes and clacking a grip like my name was Dolomite. <laughs> yeah, and it don't quit. I think they in the mood for some motherfucking G shit. Hell yeah. Something's right. <laughs> what up, dog? Gotta get them what they want. What's that, G? We gotta break them off something. Hell yeah. And it's gotta be bumping. City of Compton. Sweat <laughs> takes place, so a national attention. <laughs> Mobbing like a motherfucker, but I ain't lynching. Dropping a phone. Shit that's making a sucker niggas mumble When I'm on the mic it's like a cookie They all Whoa. crumble Try to get close and your ass I get smacked My motherfucking homie doggy dog has got my back Never let me slip cause if I slip then I'm slipping But if I got my Nina then you know I'm straight tripping And I'ma continue to put the rap down Put the Mac down And if your bitches Damn Whoa. Dre, uh... <laughs> I like Dre rapping this time. <laughs> I like Dre a little more this minute rapping. Me too. Yeah. Because yeah. he did that. He did definitely that. Better. That skill. <laughs> hey, that's um Auctioneer. That's uh very much a part of current rap, like that that style. Definitely, yeah. yeah. It's taken taken from this. This is so cool. Like because like his voice is amazing. Snoop Dogg's voice is amazing, and he's his ability to change up the flow to make it like do that, and then also go like so like smooth and and kind of like yeah. slick. And you can pretty much understand every single word he's saying. Not that that matters to me, but it's cool for him because he's just confident and cool. Like I like the interplay with both of them. He says, "Hey Dre," and then and Dre's like. Yeah, what up, Snoop? I like that yeah. part of the verse is like a dialogue. And then they sing, City of Compton. Right, yeah. yeah. Well, nice little uh, melody there. Mm -hmm. Hell Plus there was yeah. some creepy synth. Like, <laughs> they added some synth in almost like as if that's the pre-chorus. Like the pre-chorus, you have that added synth element. Right. Um, 
so structurally it sounds different even though it's like over the same beat yeah it's sick it's um it is sick hell yeah i like what he says <laughs> he says uh yeah um he yeah when they're talking to each other at one point dr trey he sounds like he's like waking up from being asleep he's like yeah what's what's <laughs> up yeah like, like he like <laughs> it's like a cool thing like it's it's um what's up snoop <laughs> yeah snoop what's up <laughs> Yeah, I love it. I've yeah, I'll never get sick of this song. This song, it's great. Brandon, uh, Brandon, you're kind of hesitant to speak or something. What's going on? No, it's, I I I don't speak ha- with it, man. I don't have anything interesting to say. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, think Brent. I like I think I like hip hop hooray more though, personally. Okay. Really? Yeah, I do. It's um, it's probably better lyrics. I would say. I'll, I'll, I would. I would. They're both great, though. They're both I, great, but I think I just like the. I like the. I like the production on Naughty <clears throat> by Nature more. I think Whoa, that's what okay. does it for me. Wow. See, like that's what wins it. East Coast. <laughs> yeah, East Coast. Yeah. He's an East Coast. Um, that's where his uh, allegiances lie. Yeah. yeah this is See, the production is what wins it for me with with Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg. That's I like that song better because of the the production and all the cool like stuff like going on and, and the it's more chill i agree hip-hop i wouldn't describe as chill not that it's bad i mean it's a very it is chill it's chill it's chill and smooth hip-hop array but in a different way yeah yeah you don't think so yeah i guess it is i, I guess it is chill. a chill vibe i'm just thinking about the lyrics the lyrics aren't chill anyway <laughs> i think i like um nothing but a g thing because of the flow yeah vocal and and the lyrics are still like very fun and also interplay between the two of them. The beat, I think, is better for this. But the beat is cool on the other one. It's just, it's just stasis more. Right. This is more evolvy. Um, oh, I had, but, um, yeah, I had the opposite feeling where I'm like, I like the lyrics on Naughty by Nature more. I like the flow on this more. And I like the production on the other one more. And the other, the production on the other stuff feels more dense to me where this is just kind of like letting like there's like stuff happening but it's just kind of repetitive and that monosynth is getting to me um yeah but it's not going up against that song so you had a lot to say (laughs) (laughs) so you secretly had a lot to say (laughs) i said i didn't have anything interesting to say (laughs) i think this is interesting you're selling yourself short. Even though you've already voted for Tina mentally, you're selling yourself short. Yeah, I, I, I just think what happened is it, it was more negative. But we need that. We need your opinion. So we, I, I appreciate it. All right, so um, let's hear Tina. Tina. Tina Turner, I don't want to fight at two minutes. Here we go. Very Stuart there. Too much talking.
Oh. oh. We got some strings that you wanted. Oh, that sounded yeah. good at the end. Her voice is just a... It's a... I wish there was a better word. I can't really think of it at the moment. Maybe you guys can help me out. It's a weapon of mass... I wish I could say seduction, but it's not seduction in this context. But it's just like of emotion. It's in, it's incredible just how much yeah. she can convey through mm-hmm. her voice. It's just it's like pretty astounding to to listen to. She's really giving it. Yeah. She's giving it everything with this song. Yeah. She's giving it yeah. all. Every single ounce of passion is there. It's mass passion. <laughs> um, it's inspiring. This is like an inspiring song. I, I really like yeah, this. It is. You know what? You grew up on this song, both of you? Yeah. I don't know when I heard it, but like bit. I definitely know it. I mean, I guess it's from my childhood, yeah. At some point. Yeah, it's it's. I like it, but again, the music is blandies to me, where it's all about her vocal. It's a shining vocal that's amazing. It's probably, I would say, number two, under Tony Braxton for me, of the whole tournament, and then right oh. above her colleague Rod Stewart, and then. No, no, sorry. Right above her colleague, Joey Lawrence. I'm going to rate the vocals so far. Uh, but I wasn't captivated until the very end with that string. I was yeah, like, oh, now we cool. got something going on. If that part came in earlier, I would have probably been more swayed by this song. Right now, I think enough interesting things happened in the Snoop and Dr. Dre song. The interplay between the two of them. The added sim stuff, uh, just the coolness factor and vibe. That's where I'm hanging my hat. Damn. Wow. Brandon, do you have a vote here? Yeah. I, it's, Dave, I totally hear what you're saying Like with the, the music. The music is very not... It's just not really doing anything interesting. It's just kind of like a bed of sound. Um, Definitely. There's nothing interesting uh, the strings are and like i kind of like the bass the bass is kind of uh busy and and doing some interesting stuff but yeah it's just i kind of put this it's in the same kind of vibe again back to rod stewart as his like forever young you know like that just like big bed of sound that he's like wailing over it's just kind of like a just an emotional song but yeah i, I do have a lot of yeah nostalgia for it and it's just her vocals in that especially in that pre-chorus right where it started uh that's what does it for me so i'm gonna vote for tina oh, man <laughs> God. Oh, i hate this i hate when this happens uh well we haven't gone to overtime yet <laughs> for anything yeah, I'm, I'm, what do you guys think you know for fun well i like that because I wasn't super into the song until the very end, and that's when I got, that's when I started listening. So I'm I'm willing to hear like, okay, where does it go? Maybe musically it does get better, and uh, I I might swing that way if if the music improves in in Tina because the vocals are there, the music is just, it's air, it's it's complete nondescript air. Uh, I yeah, because I'm very on the fence, for all the reasons both of you have said like i i love the inspiring nature of tina's song and her vocal but yeah i mean like the music in it um there's not a whole lot there um but there's potential it feels like which is why i'm so curious as to where it can go yeah uh, i again nothing but a g thing is a song 
that I'll listen to more in my life for sure over this Tina song, but like, it's not what we're doing. We're going minute versus minute and it's, I really enjoy this Tina minute vocally, but it's not enough to want to vote for it right now, but I don't really feel confident with my Dr. Dre vote either, which is why I'm pushing for overtime. If you guys want, let's go overtime. Brandon. Sure. Sure. I mean, are you, are you yeah, into it? Um, so we have to go from three minutes to three minutes and 30 seconds. Yeah. All right, here we go. Here is three minutes, the three-minute mark from Nothing But a G Thing. Shit, I have to put the smack down, yeah, and you don't stop. I told you I'm just like a clock when I tick and I talk. But I'm never off, always on to the break of dawn. See you when PTO went in the city they call Long Beach. Putting the shit together like my nigga D.O.C. No one can do it better like this. That and this and uh, it's like that and like this and like that and uh, it's like this. Then who gives a fuck about those? So just chill to the next episode. <laughs> uh, it's that part I like that. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, it's it's such a cool thing. Ahead of it, ahead of its time. Ahead of its time. Ahead of ahead of ahead of its time. <laughs> Here we go. Here is I don't want to fight at three minute mark. Here we go. Come on. Jeez. Oh yeah. Incredible. She sold it. It's power. Power vocal. Yeah, better part. Good strings. The strings were strong like her. And then she overpowered the strings. And then the sax came in. Yeah. Finally showing some emotion musically, too. Like, guys, thank you. It came to life. It really came to it life. It came to there. life a little bit more. Yeah. Um, and that was my favorite vocal part she did. So, yeah, I'm yeah. voting for Tina. Oh, you changed your vote. Okay. I'm changing my vote because of it's it's because we went to overtime. This is like the the first time I'm like, oh, fuck, yeah, Tina's song is rock, is, is amazing. Right. So, yeah, and I guess, this is a complete overtime got me to switch. I thought that might happen. I wasn't positive. I was hoping it would. Um, yeah, I got to vote Tina. It's too much power. It was in, that was insane. The sax was like on the same level as her in aggression. <laughs> like that was right, they, right, wild. yeah. I think I'm really moved by uh, the YouTube comments also, which is a part of a part of the vote. Like people that see, I don't like that. <laughs> that, should, that shouldn't be allowed. <laughs> I knew Dave wouldn't like that. <laughs> I'm moved by the effect that no. this song is having on not people. Right. <laughs> That's <laughs> outsider um, interference, basically. I don't like it. Well, and it's a, it's a part, you know, it's it's on the soundtrack of the movie that What's Love Got to Do With It. So it's in line with everything, you know, that she has going on in her story. Yeah. Um, no, but for real, I mean, 30, 30 seconds for 30 seconds, more into Tina. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right. Tony Braxton at the two-minute mark. Uh, another said love song. Let's roll into it because I want to make sure we have enough time for our look backs at the end. Okay. Uh, here we go. Mind, 
Best part. Wow. Yes. Killing it. it a lot does she riff like that in her other songs that we've heard i feel like she not does, really yeah she, she does all over unbreak my heart like all over she really does all over all over it man i'm thinking but of the song is different the song is different though because that's a straight up ballad like right maudlin this oh yeah more, oh yeah the end of it uh, yeah it. the end of it yes right, right. just say you love me again right yeah yeah, yeah. okay okay no, nah, I'm just I'm um, way more into this than the other songs. Way you like more. the music too, though. Yeah. I'm just, yeah, the I'm, beat is uh, cool. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm more into this vibe from her. I like this the best of the songs. This is, this is modern. This is I this I like. <laughs> I like that she adds a little bit extra phlegm in there when she like wants a yeah, really she gets, yeah, yeah she gets some grit in there when she um wants to get a rise out of you. And it's clever. When she the wants song... to get a rise out of Danny. <laughs> the song is called Another Sad Love Song. It's I like it. It's clever. That's clever. Yeah. It is clever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm obsessed with that pre-chorus. That's just my favorite part. It's so cool. Yeah. Great part. But all of it's great. All of it's great. All right. Tony, Tony going up against a cousin. Tony. Uh, going up against a cousin Joey. Oh, the two cousins. <laughs> all right. Here is Oh, Joey they've always Lawrence. had the rivalry. Yeah. <laughs> At the uh, two-minute mark, nothing my love can't fix. Here we go. You know, he vocally embodies all the greats. James Brown, Michael Jackson. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> list goes on. And he probably improves upon them. <laughs> wow. Yeah, definitely. Nah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> yeah, 100%. <laughs> but um, it is like it, like Brandon said, it's it became a, kind of um, Eldebarge, who's Johnny, 
the bridge was so who's Johnny factor. Yeah. Like left field. What's going on here? Like interesting synths. And then he goes like, break it down. Like he does that (laughs) voice, which is like, he got tough guy at the, like at the end, like Marky Mark or something. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) He's a a talented kid. I'll tell you that. He's a (laughs) talent. Just because I don't want to be put in this position again. And I want to get ahead of it. I'm voting for Jory Lawrence, no matter what here. It's too insane. It's the John. It's the uh, uh, what? What did you say, Johnny? The Who's Johnny? It's, it's, a, it's a Who's Johnny effect. I'm just smiling, yes. laughing. It's happiness mm-hmm. for a sadness. It's I, dumbness. It's like dumb. It's a little like dumb, but it's, fun it's, and actually legitimately talented. Good. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's dumb, happy. I, that's that vibe is just. It's rare that that vibe won't win for me if the vocal is good enough, which it is. <laughs> uh, so that's getting my vote um, and thinking about my political ball here and the power that it's had in this in the tournament wow, which is I know. like this all, yeah. but major sway I'll let you guys vote but like with the political ball in terms of this whole tournament any other chance I would have used it it would all be related to Joey Lawrence so like it like I wouldn't <laughs> have used it in any other situation it was solely Joey, Joey Lawrence related like that's I want to make that clear, like to make to ensure it moves on at some point. So I have no regrets with my political ball whatsoever. My votes for Joey Lawrence. Hey, hey, Dan, you're um, you know how Joey Lawrence spent a lot of time um, working for Disney. Mm-hmm. Well, your Disney can suck on Diz nuts because <laughs> I'm voting for Tony. <laughs> I just wanted to say that. I really don't have any <laughs> ill. I have nothing bad to say about Joey Lawrence. It was so much fun. But I'm going to vote for Tony just because of the uh, emotion. Emotional <laughs> riffs were amazing. <laughs> I know. Um, She's fantastic. Maybe I'm feeling a little bit sad, and yeah. she gets me more than Joey. I'm not happy right now. Not with how this tournament's been going. You're going <laughs> to you're gonna fucking double-cross me and vote for my cousin Joey? Or vote for my cousin Tony over Joey? You're gonna stab me in the freaking. You're gonna stab me in the freaking back. And you're gonna stab me in the balls. The balls. All right, it's up to Brandon here. Um. Yeah. So the thing is, is like while I, I I kind of agree with Dan with in terms of just the pure like funness of the minute against minute and how it like keeps me laughing. I think I'm. I think who's Johnny. Did the best that it'll ever do with that type of reaction for me. So while I appreciate the Joey Lawrence thing for doing exactly that, it's not enough to overtake uh, Tony's emotion and her grit that she developed in that second in that second like ass part of the song, second ass part of that song. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm <laughs> so emotional. Second ass voting. part. <laughs> second as part I'm also voting for Tony <laughs> alright I'm very happy with this outcome by hey. the way I just I needed to vote for Joey who's Johnny <laughs> hey he's 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 with Johnny hey oh <laughs> <laughs> fuck you <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly it's Who's Johnny? You're really going to fucking ask me? Who's Johnny? <laughs> On the day of my daughter's wedding, you're going to ask me who's Johnny? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> well, now we have now we have a vocal. This is just a vocal matchup wow. now. Emotive, emotive, emotive vocal. Okay, you know where I fucked up. Ocean. I shouldn't have pushed overtime. I should have just voted for Tina. So we get that part now. Right. I right, fucked up. Right. I, I, I yeah. fucked it up. I fucked it up. But I would have. Well, no, maybe you would have voted for Tina anyway. No. Well, Brandon voted for Tina though. I was a right. deciding. You, if you voted for Tina. Right away. For whatever, yeah. right away. Whatever, whatever. I, f- I fucked up. That's going to go in my regret column for the for the show. I like it. For the, uh, well, let's see how it plans out, because now yeah. we have to go. So three minutes and 30 seconds, so we ha- we only can listen to 55 seconds of the song. So, yeah, Dan, you may have fucked up. We'll see. I know. Um, I feel like my heart is going to burst <laughs> by the end of this round. <laughs> yeah. All right, here we go. Here is the final 55 seconds of I don't want to fight by Tina Vittoni. Tina Vittoni. Championship round. <laughs> Tina Vittoni. <laughs> Tina Vittoni. <laughs> All right, heavy sax. Tina's standing clear. Oh, no, she's back. did feel like the sax helped push power into the other music elements. <laughs> yeah. Right. It was blowing power up the asses of the other musicians. <laughs> <laughs> um, damn. And she, and, she, and she brought it, of course. She was soaring. She yeah. had a nice, no! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's all going to come down to what these 55 seconds are. I think, Dan, I don't know. We'll see. We'll, we'll, um, yeah, I, I don't know. It, now, how much more of the minute of this song minutes. do we have left? Two oh, minutes. so she's not even thinking about ending yeah. at this right. point in the song. Right. Okay. Yeah, so we're going to be listening to three minutes until three minutes and 55 seconds. Is that correct, right? I want confirmation. Paul. Couldn't tell you. Paul correct. <laughs> Paul correct. Yeah, because zero to one, one to two, two to three. We didn't go to overtime. So at the three minute mark. Here we go. Tony Braxton, another sad love song at the three minute mark. Damn. Here come the dreams. <laughs> Do you hear what she's saying? Yeah. Oh! Oh my God. Turn the song off. Turn it off. <laughs> Shut it down. Shut it down. I don't even give a shit. <laughs> Holy shit. 
Oh. Wow. Wow. God damn, dude. Whoa. That could, po- that could possibly be one of the best performances in the final round we've yeah. ever had. It's up there. 100%. Yeah. Bit of a fake out in the beginning. It's like, oh, we're in the chorus. Okay. Right. She's right. doing some cool stuff. No. Bridge. Yeah. With really cool, like Dan was pointing out, it's like very self-referential. Here come the strings, yes. then Here somebody the strings. sings. I, That's brilliant. cool. That's meta. She's like meta. She's like <laughs> one of the most meta R&B artists I've ever heard. Hey, do you know my friend Tony Meadow? <laughs> don't, I don't think I met her. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think I uh, met a soprano. Um, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, Damn. come on, that's that's a totally Holy win. shit. Uh, yeah, I don't even. I mean, like, it would have been really cool to hear the Tina minute with the previous thirty seconds go up against that. I think I still kind of think Tony would have. I was gonna it. say, I think so. Yeah. Tony still would have won. So too. Yeah, uh, but it would have been a it would have been a more competitive matchup at least. Yes. Um. Yeah. But yeah, that's a blowout victory, and um. Tony wins. Tony takes it. Another sad love song. Uh, it's the the, yeah. the saxophone was trying to blow blow out power in the Tina Turner song, but Tony Braxton, Tony fucking Braxton, <laughs> blew it out with the music and the structure and the songwriting and the lyrics and everything. Everything was. A ten. Yeah. That's one. That's a. That's a Tony Tenny. That's a Tony Tenny. <laughs> one of the few tens for the last round. Right. Tony. Typically. Got it. Yeah. Typically in the last round, it's like, all right, who's going to do their best with the remaining bits of the song? But like, we had a up? bridge. Yeah. yeah. Do something too repetitive. Do something too boring. Too long of a fade out. Uh uh-uh. uh Yeah. Tony turned the corner and got a ten versus Dana Turner. <laughs> uh yeah th- it solidifies this being the best tony braxton song i've heard i i don't know how, if you guys feel the same way it's it's not mine but it's top three it's definitely my i favorite still song. i still personally like unbreak my heart i'm i'm sorry to rush this but we got to do our look back so tony braxton is the winner um dan you did your best to use your political ball to get dave to win four in a row with the Joey Lawrence song, but uh, he has been dethroned. I think this is exactly how it happened last time. It did. Uh, um, yeah. Oh, wow. Well, me and Brandon had songs in the finals. I didn't even realize right. that. Wow, cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, so for lookbacks, I am going to use my look back uh, at Janet Jackson, if, since it was, uh, you know, it was a it was a victim of Dan's political yeah maneuvering. This was up there. This was a choice for me too. Yeah. So here is the one minute mark of Janet Jackson's "If." Oh shit! This is so sick. <laughs> cool song <laughs> a big disrespect to her that you did uh that <laughs> political maneuvering 
Hey, Joey. In the first fucking round, Dan. In the first round. First round. Whatever, man. Well, we didn't even have a true tournament because Brandon didn't include Bobby Brown anyway, so. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> All, right, um, All right. So, Dan, what are you going to use your look back oh, on? Um, probably Sting. <laughs> sting? Okay. Yeah. So, um, Sting will be at the... It'll be at the two-minute mark. Yes. Yeah. Here we go. Just hoping it gets to a different part. That's why I wanted to use it. It does this thing. <laughs> right. Yeah. More harmonica. <laughs> Oh. Right. Yeah, this part's great. Uh, yeah, so then then what happens is he goes back to another verse. Yeah. And then but what's cool about the final the what he does at the end of that last verse, instead of going right into the chorus, he goes into a chorus that's in a lower key. Oh, and then ah. it gradually key changes back up to the oh. normal key it's like a really really cool move like not nice trick really done very frequently i uh i still would have voted for Joy lawrence over it if it beat tony braxton so. <laughs> i think i would too <laughs> <laughs> but i'm happy uh, with that look back yeah because i really do love that song i'm just I glad did. it was in the tournament too uh yeah oh yeah we've talked yes. about it for so long i uh, yeah uh, yes dave what is your look back going to be my look back will be bon jovi Bed of Roses. Come on. Gotta see what they cook up. <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> I do. I don't know about you, but I really need to know what about what's that, going uh, on. What about that Jade song? The Jade song was cool. No, I made my selection. <laughs> <sighs> Here we Your go. political Here is... ball is done. You can't sway me anymore. <laughs> Here is Bed of Roses at the one minute mark. As <laughs> I dream about movies that won't God. Good call. <laughs> French kiss the morning. I mean, those lyrics were something else. That painted a picture for me. Think about all the movies they won't make of me when I'm gone. Is that what he says? Or dead? Wow. Any more uh, disturbed covers we could play to close out the show? <laughs> yeah, I think I did a cover of Bed of Roses by Bon Jovi. <laughs> <laughs> that would be too on brand for them. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, that's it. All right. Well, so congratulations to Brandon. Uh, wow. Yeah, I get a win. He broke my trilogy. Broke the trilogy. Um, Tony Braxton. What year did she win? It, what year was uh, that? Was later in the '90s, right? Yeah. Her next, what, "Unbreak My Heart" and stuff like that. '97 yeah. or 96. something. '96. '96. '96. Okay. Um, cool. Yeah. So that was 1993's tournament. That means going into '94, I'll be able to steal. 
uh, some songs, and we'll see if Dave will repeat what he did last time. And then three, did you three-peat again, or did you only win two in a row again? Don't remember, but something like that. Maybe it was only like two that. in a row. Yeah. It's aligning closely with Michael Jordan in the 90s. Yeah. I'm hoping for, yeah. for like Dan to win next, and then I'd start my second trilogy right. of wins. <laughs> yeah. Well, this has been 1993. It was a fun tournament. I like this. This was a good yeah. one. Um, yeah, definitely. Uh, so we will see you again with an episode soon. <laughs> Yeah, signing off this like is presenter next week. Brandon. Like next week or something, yeah. <laughs> All right, presenter Danny here, presenter two. Thanks for listening with the tournament host punch, DPS on a fan. Hey, thanks for listening to Sports Does Music. Um, <laughs> it's Dave Cologne. Uh, happy to give the title away to Brandon, but I'll be back. And this was the 93 <laughs> uh, playlist playoffs also. Right, and we're, yes. we're, now we're pressing stop. Thank you and TY for listening to Dan and Brave Presents. You can follow us on Twitter at Dan and Brave and on Instagram and Facebook at Dan and Brave Presents. God bless you all. And long live Dan and Brave.